This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Welcome to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us as Deb talks with her guests, experts in their fields, as they share real-life stories and techniques to power up your business. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And today, we are going to have so much fun because we're going to be talking about a subject that is fascinating. I mean, when I was reading my guest's information, I thought, holy cow, this is so cool. And I also thought, oh my heavens, I don't understand it. So it's going to be so much fun because we're going to get to learn so much about this topic. And it really does sound fascinating. So please join me in welcoming Deborah Bringleson to our program today. Welcome, Deborah. Thank you so much, Deb. I'm thrilled to be here. I'm really excited to talk to all of your viewers and listeners about quantum business and how they can make their business and lives better. Great. Well, let me tell people a little bit about you before we get started. So Deborah Bringleson is a non-conformist empowerment expert and business growth authority. From her work in the California Senate to her work with people like Richard Branson, Larry Ellison, and other business luminaries, she has found that massive success lives on the edges in innovation and creativity. Best known for turning Richard Branson from a hard no way to closing the deal with him that never should have happened and for telling clients to grow their revenue as much as 3,546% in, in under 12 months, Deborah believes that you can have an amazingly successful business and a great life. Her quantum business beyond the spreadsheet does just that. Deborah weaves manifestation and quantum teachings with highly innovative business strategies, creating her own success formula, the power of three. Using her proven formula, clients around the world are creating extraordinary results, including multiple companies achieving more than 3,000% growth. Deborah is an internationally recognized speaker and author, co-authoring Practical Business Wisdom and Magic with Joe Vital from The Secret. So again, Deborah, welcome. Thank you so much. Well, let's kind of start at the beginning because what you do is, as I said, very, very fascinating. How did you decide this was something that was your passion and that you were able to, to bring this to so many people? So I started learning about metaphysics and quantum physics about 30 years ago. Okay. And I was really fascinated by it. It was really interesting. It, it resonated with me. It made it, even though it didn't make sense intellectually, mm -hmm. it made sense. Right. To me. Mm -hmm. So I started learning about it and I started using it in my own life and I could actually see how I would do some work at the quantum level and it would show up in my life. Mm-hmm. And so I was using it as I was working with politicians. You know, I worked with like President Reagan and Bush One, and I worked with a, a lot of politicians. And I could see how, you know, as I was doing things, things were showing up. Um, and then when I started working with businesses, some I was having similar experiences, mm -hmm. but I was being really quiet about it because I thought that people would think I was a nut. Well, so, it sounds like whoa. <laughs> Um, so, so I wasn't really telling anyone and I was using it myself and I was, it was really starting to snowball and, and work. And, and when I started to decide to use it with businesses, I was working with a company that was in re really big trouble. They hadn't made any money for quite a long time. And I went in and I would, you know, put in all of my business strategies. Now I do my business strategies a little different than everybody else, mm -hmm. but I, I was doing those and I was doing my, what I call my success tools, mm -hmm. like, you know, great presentations and leadership and all of those soft skills. Mm -hmm. And we're about six months in and nothing is working and I'm sweating. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what, what is wrong? I know my strategies work. Right. Uh-huh. And then I realized that the core of the business was really damaged. Now, I see this in every business. Right. But in this particular business, it was really damaged. Mm -hmm. And I started work. I said to the CEO, I said, look, are you open to this? Are you open to working at the quantum level? Are you open to shifting the energy of your business? Because 
every person emanates energy. Right. We know that. Good science, and bad. Mm-hmm. Right. Science can measure it. Mm-hmm. But your business also emanates energy mm. at the at the business level, but also at the human level. So like, for example, let's say in your business history, you have sexual harassment issues or lawsuits or the founder of the company was unethical or whatever Mm -hmm. that is embedded into the energy of the business. And it's, it's truly a negative energy. It's truly a negative energy. And even though your buyers may not know why they don't like or trust you, Mm -hmm. They'll feel that, you know, we've been trained, we, you know, as a society, we've been trained to turn off what is naturally occurring in our bodies. And that is to use our bodies as, as a receptor. Mm -hmm. So we turn that off, but we still kind of have little inklings like, Mm -hmm. I don't don't trust this. Right. Right. So the company has an energy, but then every single person who's involved has an energy. So this Mm -hmm. particular company, the the, uh, owner of the company didn't believe she deserved wealth for Mm -hmm. a variety of reasons. Mm -hmm. Her head of marketing believed that money was bad. So wait a minute, wait a minute. Her head of marketing believed money was bad? Yes, she wouldn't. She wouldn't like... When she would get a paycheck, she would hand it over to her father because she felt it was bad and she was incapable of handling it. So interesting. She was in her thirties, so this was you know. So so, she's not one of those millennials that we like to poke fun at. No, and and so I we started doing work at the quantum level. We started shifting the energy, and literally within eight days. She made two hundred ninety-eight million dollars. Oh. <laughs> Holy cow! That was her first revenue in twenty months. Wow! So I was like, okay, I've got to really think about this and quit hiding what you know. A lot of the people in the consulting world like to tease me in there. It's Deborah's secret sauce, mm-hmm. and, you know, but I'm like, I've got to quit hiding that. So right. what, what I learned from that is that every business has an energy and every business mm-hmm. has some scars mm-hmm. in their business and every person brings scars. I mean, you know, whether they're huge scars because they were abused as a child or mm-hmm. suffered some sort of trauma mm-hmm. or smaller scars, like they don't, they were told they weren't good enough. I mm-hmm. can tell you close to hundred percent of the people I work with have some sort of, I'm not enough. Right. Mm-hmm. And, so, and it's male and female. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So that's that's how I got started. That was your question, sort of a long answer. Mm-hmm. That's, that's great. Mm-hmm. Started with this. Well, you know, and and I love the concept of you know the the energy that a business has, and you're right. We pick up on it. You know, if we go into a business to you know, and it doesn't matter if it's a retail. Well, you know, if, if it's a realty retail store, restaurant, whatever. You know, so a physical location, we can pick up on. You know, if they've been squabbling in the back, you know, or maybe if the, um, you know, if, if the manager is one of those people who is hard on folks, you know, they've got quotas, they have to make all those various things. And, and we do, we pick up on that and we, you know, we're kind of taken aback by it. And then, or if it's the other way around where we go into a business and people absolutely love what they're doing, or at least tolerate it, right? You know, we, we pick up on that too. And we want to work with them, you know, down here in Atlanta, you know, where it's the home of Chick-fil-A. And one of the things that, that they ingrain in all of them is when they're done, you know, they say, you know, so, you know, say I go through the drive-through, they thank me. And then they say, it's my pleasure to serve you. And it's funny. I notice if they don't say it and, and they do it usually with sincerity, but when they're just saying, it's my pleasure to serve you. You feel that, right? And it's just, it's um, you, you don't see them, but you pick up on that. And then the next time you're thinking, well, it wasn't their pleasure to serve me, so I'm going to go somewhere else instead. Yeah, yeah. So there are, there are three layers of bit, every business, and that's okay. what you're getting at. Mm-hmm. The outer layer I call the world stage. You know, mm-hmm. that's what, what the world sees, your buyers see, your suppliers. Mm-hmm. You never go out onto the world stage without your lipstick on. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And then in the middle is home. 
That's where your employees are. They feel comfortable, you know, bickering if they're if mm-hmm. if it's not a healthy work environment. There's the bickering, the backstabbing. That all of that is affecting your world stage, mm-hmm. even though it's in secret. Right. Right. And then there's the core of the business. That's mm-hmm. at the quantum level. That's your values, your mission. That's you know the where people show up hopefully with joy and, and a desire to serve. So, mm-hmm. so what you're talking about, you know, those people who are like, it was my pleasure to serve you today. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel that. And then there are those people like, yeah, it was my pleasure. And I know they're making me say this, right? Uh, yeah. They make me say it. So I'm going to say it, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So I always ask people what, what's at your core? Cause even though you're putting your lipstick on, on the world stage, if you're all scarred on the inside, mm-hmm. people are, are going to know it. So what's your core look like? Okay. Is it bright and shiny mm-hmm. and radiating out all of the things that you really want in your business? Or does it look like, you know, one of those tennis balls that the dog has chewed up and it's going <laughs> right. mm-hmm. and rain for a couple of years? Mm-hmm. You know, what What does your core look like? Mm-hmm. So when I'm working with companies, I go in and I work at the core level First. Now, once okay. we get that all handled, mm-hmm. we can do the marketing and the sales and, and, you know, generating leads and all of that. But if you don't get the core right and shiny first, it's kind of like putting, you know, expensive wall-to-wall carpeting on a cracked foundation. Right. Well, and it's interesting because it still might work, but it's not truly optimized. You know, like the example, you know, you put... Uh, pretty carpet on top of a concrete foundation that's cracked. Well, you know, it's it's your floor's probably not going to fall through, or you know, not right away. And so you can still walk on it, but you want to make sure that that floor lasts for a long time. Right, right. And the other thing about it that I have found is when you get when you work on the core, and again, it's the core of the business and the core of the the people involved in the business things are so much easier. Right. It's happened quickly mm-hmm. rather than, so, so, you know, uh, it's always embarrassing to listen to people and introduce me and, you know, she's producing 3000% growth in 12 months. And we all go, wait a minute. That's confusing. Well, and, and a lot of people are like, I don't believe that. And, you know, fortunately I have video testimonials mm-hmm. that, that, that say that, but and when um, you're starting very small, you know it 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 it's a big yeah. You know, when you're doing much better, it's a big jump. It, it is a big jump, but but one of the things that I found is when you get the core cleaned up, when you work at the quantum level, instead of having growth that's going like this, that's when you get that hockey stick mm-hmm. growth because things become so much easier. And I teach I teach people how to put the energy out there mm-hmm. to make it easy. I mean, one, I had one client who um, his facility had this beautiful facility that he built, mm-hmm. but he built it in the middle of nowhere. Hmm. And he had a hard time finding salespeople. Right. And, he, and he kept talking about, I can't find salespeople. I can't find salespeople. I can't find salespeople. So what he's doing is he's saying to the universe, don't send me any salespeople right. because I can't find them. Mm-hmm. So I said to him, I said, what if it was easy? What if you could shift your energy so that getting great superstar, because I only believe in hiring superstars, right? What if getting great superstar salespeople mm-hmm. was easy? So we worked on shifting that energy. Within a week, he had three salespeople interviewing, two of whom were superstars that he hired. Right. So what changes did he make? You know, because it, he clearly didn't just pick up his building and move. You know, no. so, so what did he do to attract those people? So, so it, it was really interesting. He, he was a great guy and he had a lot of inner blocks that told him that he wasn't good enough, mm-hmm. that he wasn't going to succeed, that he wasn't going to make it. Okay. So what, what I teach people is the, what I call the point of power. And there are four components to the point of power. Mm-hmm. First is your thoughts. They're weak. Thoughts are weak, um, but they project out. They go out into the universe and tell the universe, this is what I want. Mm-hmm. Along with thoughts are emotions. So a great way to think about an emotion is somebody cuts you off 
and you've got these thoughts going about how mad you are and you get these mm-hmm. your mind gets emotions. Mm-hmm. Your mind can't actually feel. So it creates these looping emotions, mm-hmm. right? That's all projected out. It's not very strong. Where the real strength comes in, and this is why the you know people talk about the law of attraction, mm-hmm. which I don't want, I don't like to talk about because it doesn't work for most people because it's become a fad, right? And the people teaching the fad don't actually understand it. Mm-hmm. So here's where the real power is. The real power is in your core, your core beliefs. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't know what their core beliefs are. They've they've just accepted what they've been trained. So the, I don't, I'm not good enough. I'm not going to be able to do this. Mm -hmm. And what goes with those core beliefs, the fourth component are feelings, the feelings that run through your body. Like, you know, if if a bear were to come up on you, that's a feeling in your Mm -hmm. body. So fear of not being good enough, fear of not being able to make your parents proud or pay the mortgage or whatever, Mm -hmm. that creates a feeling. And that feeling, the beliefs and the feeling draw in experiences. So thoughts and emotions tell the universe what to give you. Your your feelings and your core beliefs draw like a magnet, draw those experiences in. So he had a relationship with his father that in his head, he's like, yeah, I said to him, I think you're blocking money. And it's because of the relationship you, in part, because of the relationship you have with your father. And he said, you're crazy. What are you talking about? I have a great relationship with my father. Mm -hmm. And I said, oh, really? Yeah, tell me more. (laughs) Based on the things you've told me, he's given you a lot of messages. He's told you that he doesn't think you're going to be able to make this business succeed. You, you know, he's told you that you're not good enough. And he may not walk up to you and look you in the air and go, you're not good enough. Right. But those little subtle messages mm-hmm. that you take in. And the, even if it's something like an eye roll or a, you know, all of those things. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we started clearing that out. Mm-hmm. And because he was working at his core, clearing out that energy, then what happened is it started affecting the home, the, the central piece of that mm-hmm. three layer pie. Mm-hmm. And it then started affecting what was happening in his in his world. Mm-hmm. So he, he doubled his revenue. Mm-hmm. He brought in those salespeople. Would would you and your listeners like to have? I, we, you know, we can't do a lot right. in an hour, but mm-hmm. a two or three minute little experience. Sure. Oh, I'd love that. That'd be great. Okay, so you can't hold a negative and a positive emotion. Or feeling at the same time. Right. They kind of cancel each other out. That's right. Mm -hmm. So what happens in your day, you know, somebody doesn't buy from you if you're a salesperson or if you're the head of HR, you've got problems, people bickering or whatever, and you get into that negative and you start feeling bad about yourself, all those things going on. So one of the first things that you should do is eliminate that energy from your body. Okay. And that's we're gonna, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna call in the energy of joy. And and when I say energy, I really mean that. I want you to feel in your body what joy feels like. Mm-hmm. If you can do it without calling in an experience, like um, you know rem- a memory. But if you can't get that energy, call in an experience that you've already had that was really joyful, like. Okay. For, you know, looking into my daughter's eyes for the mm-hmm. first time, mm-hmm. something like that. Okay, so everybody take a nice deep breath and feel all of the tension just leaving your shoulders and your back. Take another nice deep breath. And again, all of the tension just leaving your entire body. Now call in the energy of joy. Just feel the energy flowing into your body. I like to feel it going into my core. Just pull it in. If you have to pull in a memory, a joyful memory, that's fine. But feel that pulsating, sparkling, white light of joy in your body. 
joy is at a higher frequency than all of the negative emotions that you might have felt earlier today. So just pull in that joy. And now feel it expanding. Feel it expanding up your spine, down your spine, throughout all of your extremities, out into your fingers and your toes, off the top of your head, filling your DNA, your cells, your atoms, all of the molecules in your body, all of your organs. Just feel it expanding out. Every particle in your being is joy. It is joy. It's not a feeling anymore. It's joy. It's surrounding your entire body. Now pump it up. Pump it up and feel it so powerfully that you feel the heat of it in your core and you cannot help but smile. Nothing fake. Just feel it. Feel that. So that's the first step that anyone can take any moment of the day. Start reminding yourself to, when you have an experience that causes you to be angry or fearful or frustrated, mm-hmm. stop. we just did that for two minutes. Right. Call in the experience of joy. Mm-hmm. Could you feel that? I could, you know, and, and it's inter- I actually work with a hypnotherapist also. And, and, you know, and, and we've talked, uh, it, it's funny because we talk about things like this on the program, even though it's a business program be, and people go, Oh, it's, you know, it's kumbaya, it's your feelings. But if we don't have this, then nothing else really matters. And so we do, we have to start inside ourselves. And, but yeah, so as, as, yeah, and I had my eyes closed, you know, and, and was, you know, doing it as you did it. and, and and I did. It felt it felt warm. The light was white, which I always find very interesting. Um, and and I felt more calm, which that's always something. And that's part of the reason why I, I do hypnotherapy is to kind of calm my mind and and to focus. And you know, and it's funny because we're told if you're in a bad situation, take a deep breath. Take it. well. This is taking it, and you know the the next step and. And it really did. It, 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 the focus, I think, was what really, and, and the calming. I mean, you know, that really did. I felt that. Now, it, like I said, I'm a little bit maybe more used to doing things like this, but it is something that is so simple for people to do. And, you know, it, it maybe you can't do it at your desk because people are going to look at you and go, taking a nap, are you? But, you know, so you step into the restroom or you do what, and, and, you know, so what if you're taking a nap at your desk? It's a two minute nap. It's not a big deal. <laughs> well, and what if your entire co- company culture, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And here's, here's why this is important. Here's how this affects your business. Mm-hmm. So let's say you've got somebody on your team. Maybe this person is a leader on your team mm-hmm. or the head of HR or mm-hmm. a salesperson. And let's say they had an, an, Everyone has had something, mm-hmm. some sort of trauma or something in their, in their lives that triggers them even now. And so they react. They react with anger mm-hmm. and they lose the sale or they react and they're passive aggressive with, an, with one of their team members mm-hmm. or they're, they are not confident enough as a leader to make decisions and to mm-hmm. actually lead because they don't feel good enough about mm-hmm. themselves. Mm-hmm. So if you embed this in your company culture, instead of them reacting with anger, reacting with self-judgment, self-doubt, reacting with an inability to lead, they instead learn these tools and learn how to shift their energy. So instead of getting angry, they're like, okay, this is how I'm going to respond in this Mm -hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. And it's going to lead us to a positive higher level rather than, you know, bickering at someone, backstabbing someone, sabotaging someone. Mm-hmm. So embedding this in your company, and as I always start with the CEO, mm-hmm. embedding this in your own life, right. it's going to shift your life too. Mm-hmm. You know, CEOs are under more stress than ever. Oh, they're, definitely. Mm-hmm. They're, they're being hit with, you know, diabetes, heart disease, mm-hmm. divorce. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I will tell you the first time I heard a CEO 
um, tell me they hadn't been intimate with their partner for over two years. Wow. I was shocked. Mm -hmm. I mean, this, this CEO was hot and mm -hmm. I just knew that. And so was their spouse. And uh -huh. I, You're thinking, Oh, okay. Yeah. And I get, so, so now I, you know, I was shocked then. Mm -hmm. I'm not surprised at all right. to, to hear mm -hmm. that. So think about that. Mm -hmm. You're, you know, people have said to me, well, you know, I just want my people to show up and work and I'm going to pay them. Why do I care mm -hmm. if they're having a great life? Right. You know what? They're bringing their life into your business. Right. And if they're, if they're br coming in angry and stressed and, you know, take attacking other people. Mm -hmm. I mean, rage is huge in companies right, right. now. Yeah. And paying with trucks is huge. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if you've got people walking in the door who are bright and shiny and, you know, excited about being there, mm -hmm. they're going to outperform mm -hmm. anyone who walks in the door angry. Right. Beautiful. Right. You know, and we're not talking about being Pollyanna. You know, things happen, but it's it's more about how to deal with them. Um, you know, and, and yeah, you know, we like you said, we hear about rage in the workplace all the time, ranging from, you know, the extremes of unfortunately, you know, true violence down to, you know, the little sabotage things, you know, maybe it's just, you mentioned the words earlier, the whole passive aggressive thing, you know, the, even, you know, and, and body language, you know, if you're in a meeting with somebody and you're doing, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah, it might not even have anything to do with them. You're just cranky. <laughs> you, you know, somebody cut you off in traffic or whatever, but you know, and, and it is, but body language plays such a huge role in it. And when you were talking earlier, I was thinking about the fact that, you know, when we're told we're not good enough, we're not smart enough, all of those things, we, we, we internalize, you know, we, we start hunching, we do that, you know, and, and our voice doesn't project all of those various things. And, you know, and bad things happen, you know, think, things happen in life, but it is about putting it back where it needs to be. And then going on with things, um, you know, the, the people who have listened to my program for a long time know that I you know, was diagnosed several years ago with breast cancer. It's horrible. It's awful. It sucks. But you know what? It is what it is. And I have people who tell me that, you know, it, it, doctors, you know, it, oh my gosh, we like dealing with you because you're always so positive. Now, am I always? No. I mean, you know, there are times where I think, you know, this sucks. This really, really sucks. But I can either just draw down into myself or I can go, okay, well, this is what's happened. So let's go on. Uh, and I have pity parties. I mean, you know, pity parties are healthy for people because we do have to have those negative emotions, but you know, and whether it's something like that or, you know, something, you know, maybe it is just that somebody's snarked at you a little bit at the office or on the phone call or whatever, put it where it needs to be. And in many cases, I think it's, a, 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 you need, we need to remember it's not about them. I mean, you know, they, they might have been having a bad day. So, you know, okay, it's their problem. I'm not going to let it affect me. Okay. Well, you know, and that's a really perfect point. So let's say you and I are working for this for the same company. Mm -hmm. And I've, I'm holding on to all these issues of I'm not good enough. And, mm -hmm. oh, my gosh, I've got to, you know, meet my sales quota or whatever it is. And let's say, you know, we're in a – a meeting and you you've got a problem with your project mm -hmm. and I'm like I know the solution to that problem mm -hmm. now because I'm immersed in fear and not feeling good mm -hmm. enough I'm going to sit there quietly and not say right. it mm -hmm. and I may go to the boss and mm -hmm. say you know I'm really super smart and I've, yeah, saw I've got this idea mm -hmm. right but if I'm confident if I've cleared away those blocks that are that are polluting my core I'm going to support you as a team member because I know that the success that everyone has lifts us all up. So mm -hmm. I'm going to right. say, Hey, what if we do this? Mm -hmm. And then your project is going to go forward and we're all leveling up, right? Mm -hmm. You benefit, the customer benefits, the company benefits. Mm -hmm. Whereas in the, in the other example, you know, I may benefit a little bit. You may be screwed. It creates right an unhealthy work environment. Mm -hmm. Well, and it, it is about that corporate culture. You know, our employees empowered to give their suggestions, you know, or is it the, pew, pew, 
you know, shut up. We don't want to hear from you. I'm the boss and I know better. All of those various things. So, you know, and, and I know you work with companies, you know, it, on how to, to empower your employees and things like that. Well, and that really starts at the company level too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, one of the, one of the big problems worldwide, uh, it was number, it was the number two issue worldwide last year. It has now risen to number one. And that is the low quality of leaders in companies. Mm-hmm. You know, think about it. They've been promoted because they've been there forever. Or they right. They don't know how to lead. Mm-hmm. Don't they're not given the tools to lead. They're not given the tools to lead. And they're not given the tools to make mistakes. You know, think about, like, I've, I've been running my own company for 25 years. I've made a lot of mistakes. Right. Yeah, we're, we're not perfect. We try to be. <laughs> so leaders have to be given the opportunity to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. They also have to um, be given the freedom to give credit. You know, have you ever had, and this is so common, you know, a, a leader of a team, the team will succeed at something and the leader will be acknowledged and the leader will take all of the credit. Right. And you're like, well, wait a minute. That was a group effort or my idea or whatever. Right. And so if you're the one who's done all the work, mm-hmm. which happens, and you're not getting any of the credit, no, the, you know, the CEO doesn't right. even know you exist. Mm-hmm. Because your boss has taken all the credit, mm-hmm. so, so at the corporate level, at the at the top level, you have to be, give your leaders the opportunity to say, you know what, it wasn't me, mm-hmm. and acknowledge them too, because that's part of part of their job as a leader, right? Well, and and they need to know that it's not threatening them to say this was a team effort or, you know, this was Deborah's idea, all of those various things. Right. And, and that's hard, you know, because we all, I think part of the problem is we all think, oh my God, I, and it's, you know, it, granted it's a little bit different when we're a company of one, but when we're in a, a bigger organization, we're always thinking mm-hmm. somebody else is going to take my job. So right. I have to take credit. I can't, you know, I cannot. And that's really where we have to empower people. And, you know, we're, we're not just talking about companies, you know, volunteer organizations, all of those various things. And we find, you know, that the successful ones are clearly the ones where they share the credit. And let's be honest, they share the blame too. But the leader needs to take the lead in, you know what, this, this was, you know, I'm not going to throw somebody under the bus type of thing. Um, but, you know, it's, and, and, or even your family. I mean, you know, if somebody does the dishes, it, it, let, them, you know, let them know, hey, that was great that you did the dishes. I might have nagged you about it 20 times, but you did the dishes. <laughs> Yeah. And it, you know, it's, it's also important to have the team empowered themselves to be problem mm-hmm. solvers. Mm-hmm. Have you ever, I, you know, it makes me crazy when I, as a consumer call, if you can find the phone number mm-hmm. a company mm-hmm. and I get someone who's not been trained to solve my problem, mm-hmm. but has been trained to say things like Miss Bringleson, I understand. Mm-hmm. Sprinkleson, I understand. If you understand, solve my problem, right? right. Mm-hmm. So when we empower people, I always talk to my companies about training your people so that everyone thinks like a CEO. Mm-hmm. You know, being a CEO of a company or a, you know a C level of a company, mm-hmm. your perspective is different than someone who's answering the phone, right? Right, and the person answering the phone is massively valuable mm-hmm. because they're the the people that you're right. mm-hmm. interacting with, right? Mm-hmm. So train them to be to see it from the CEO perspective. Mm-hmm. The number one thing I have to do is solve this problem. Mm-hmm. Whether I'm talking to a, cl- a customer or client or whether I'm the head of HR and I'm talking to, you know, competing employees or mm-hmm. whatever it is, I have to solve the problem, not just empathize with them. Mm-hmm. Right. When, when your team is thinking like the CEO, they're in problem-solving mode. Mm-hmm. And, and your customers will love that. Right. Yeah. I remember I was calling one of the big cable companies and, you know, and, and the person I got, and it was so funny because I ended up talking to three different customer service people and they were reading from the script and their script said, oh, I understand yes. that you're frustrated. Yes. I'm a customer too. And I would be. 
Yes. And the third time I got pretty testy. (laughs) And, And it's okay to say, I don't have the answer. I'm going to have to get it for you. And that's okay. You know, I'm cool with somebody telling me that, but when I just get the I understand. You're like, no, uh, uh-uh, you don't understand because if you understood, you'd fix it. <laughs> right. And so all of those things are happening at the energetic core level mm-hmm. and they're affecting. Remember I said there are three levels, the world stage, the mm-hmm. home, and the core. So that person who isn't comfortable for whatever reason saying, I don't know how to fix this mm-hmm. because I don't want my boss to know because I don't want to get fired because right. I don't. I'm afraid I'm not going to be able to pay the mortgage and I don't feel good about myself. Mm -hmm. All of that's at that person's core. Right. And it's showing up on the world stage. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with social media now, people are blasting that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's, it affects your business. It affects your revenue. Right. Well, and, and that is so true because, you know, we're, we're very quick to post on social media and let, you know, let's be honest, Facebook, um, when something goes wrong, you know, we had this bad experience. Oh my gosh, this horrible thing happened. It, we don't like to go in and say, oh, this was great. This was fabulous. For, you know, for what, we're just kind of a nation of complainers is maybe the, the way to put it. But, but yeah, it can affect your business. And um, when I work with my clients with their social media accounts, one of the big things, and, and whether they're my clients or not, they tell people, well, I don't want to be on social media because somebody might complain. And I tell them, okay, they're probably complaining already. And whether it's valid or not, but don't you want to be there to try to fix it? And so I really work with my clients to say, okay, it's great when we get the five-star reviews and all those things, but it's the one-star review that is the most important. And we're really not dealing with that person who posted that one-star review. We're dealing with everybody else who reads it. You know, how did the company respond? And, and, oh my heavens, the worst thing is they cut and paste because it's just like reading from the script. You know, you're going through something and it's like, thank you very much. Thank you very much. No, uh -uh. but if somebody had a bad review or a bad comment or whatever, and the company said, oh my gosh. And of course, you know, the, the legal people say, oh, you can't say you're sorry. Well, no, I'm sorry is not saying we're to blame. Saying sorry empathizes. You know, and and people like to hear that. And and the second a company, a company, you know, a person is trained on behalf of the company to say, we are really sorry this happened. We're going to take steps to either fix it for you and or make sure it doesn't happen again. That's, and and, you know, that's, that's not difficult. Yeah. Well, and you know, if companies are training their people Mm -hmm. to, you know, be empowered to solve problems. Mm -hmm. Maybe those reviews would be great. I'll give right. you an example from my own life. A few weekends ago, it was late at night, and I was working out in my basement, and mm-hmm. I noticed there was a little leak. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I didn't want to – I'm a little bit handy. I'm not a plumber, but I'm a uh, little bit Yeah, you know, I can check this out. So, so I'm like, okay, when I, you know, I did some, like, where's it coming from and whatever. And I went to um, Home Depot mm-hmm. to get – the parts that I thought I needed. And right. I asked this guy for help. And, you know, a lot of times when you go into stores, you know, people will tell you an answer, even though they don't really know the answer. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm talking to this guy at Home Depot who works there. And I explained to him the problem. I had a couple pictures on my phone. And he said, this is what you need. This is the part you need. This is how you make it work. Mm-hmm. He actually said, I'm going to, I'm going to give you all these parts. Uh-huh. I want you to put them together while we're here in the store. Wow. So you'll know how it mm-hmm. feels. You'll know when you get it right. I had to replace the, the valve that reduces the water pressure. Okay. So it was important mm-hmm. that it was done right, right? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he really cared. And he was funny, and we joked a little right. bit. Uh-huh. And I brought it home. I put it together. It worked. It uh-huh. doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And you know what I did? I called his boss the next mm-hmm. day. Yeah. And I told her how happy I was, how he cared to really cared mm-hmm. about the solution. Great. I put posted a review on the Home Depot website. Mm-hmm. And I also filled out that little survey, you know, that I've never ever filled one out right. before uh-huh. on the on the receipt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that everyone at every level who possibly could know what a great mm-hmm. job this guy did would know that. Mm-hmm. What if every company was training its people 
to be like this guy at Home Depot. Right. Yeah. And, and it's not difficult because again, it's empowering them, you know, and, 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 but it is hard to, to give away that control. And I think that's what so many companies struggle with is, you know, they don't want people to, to feel like that. You know, you, you talk about Home Depot. I had a situation at Lowe's and it's a positive one. It's okay. Our refrigerator was kind of clunking along, you know, not quite dead, but getting close. So, you know, we trudged down to, to Lowe's. You know, I'm, and we're, you know, in the, 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 uh, the appliance department going to buy a new refrigerator. And the gentleman there says, and, you know, works for Lowe's. He said, have you cleaned it? You can clean. I mean, like, and, and, you know, I was kind of perplexed. And he said, you need to clean the coils and yada, yada, yada. Again, walked us through this whole process as to what to do. And it worked. I mean, and so what he had done was he turned business away. Now, what happened was the refrigerator still eventually died, but that was exactly where we were going to go. Um, because, you know, now it had lasted like a month. I mean, this was not a huge deal, but we remembered that. And I looked for him because I know that they work on, you know, they get some commissions. Unfortunately, he wasn't working that day, but it made an impact because I went, oh, okay, this was great. This guy actually turned business away to make us happier. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and they, I don't know if he'd been trained to do that or if that was just his own personal philosophy, but it worked. Um, you know, because we did that, we would not have considered going anywhere else because he had been so helpful. So I, you know, you mentioned the word people don't want to give up control. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing: when you train your people, when they are empowered, when the culture of your business is empowered, when that core isn't scarred with all of the fear and anger and stuff that people grew mm-hmm. up with, you actually get more control. Right. Especially at the sea level because mm-hmm. you're, you know, you're working more hours probably than you want to. When's mm-hmm. the last time you took a completely 100% unplugged yeah. vacation? With, with no tech, right? Right. When's the last time you really sat down and did something fun with your kids or, you know, went out exploring or whatever, went on a hot, fun date, mm-hmm. had a great night's sleep. Right. So when you shift your core mm-hmm. and it's radiating out and people are living in the home more joyfully, mm-hmm. more, more productive, when your revenue is going up and your world stage is beautiful and on fire and people are loving the way you're performing, like the mm-hmm. guy I talked about at Home Depot, right. your stress level goes down, mm-hmm. your health related stress issues go down, mm-hmm. right? So you get more control it's, right? and life is more joyful. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's interesting that you say that because that was one of the things that I was thinking of as I was looking through your materials. I thought, well, you know, as you're increasing your revenue, all these, aren't you also increasing the workload? And, and I thought, no, it's, it's all about working smarter, and, and doing it that way. So maybe it's that you're uh, working with the, the, the right clients, the right customers, you know, as, and, and we all hear this as small business owners and, and entrepreneurs, we often will work with people that are difficult, not the right people, you know, all of those various things. And it's, it's nothing wrong with them. It's just not a good fit, you know, for, for whatever reason, but we continue working with them because we're scared to death to turn that money away. Same with, you know, even developing your niche. You know, who are you going to work with? We just want any money that will come in the door. Well, when we follow your steps, we're able then to, okay, let's, let's define our little box better, but that little box is going to be more profitable than doing this whole thing with, you know, we're going to try and reach the world. Yeah. And when you work at the quantum level, so whether, whether you want, whether you're using it effectively or not to get what you want. Mm-hmm. You are radiating out to the universe what it's delivering to you. Mm -hmm. So if you are radiating out fear and negativity and low sales and working with those people Mm -hmm. who are difficult, then that's what the universe is going to deliver. Right. And when you learn how to, I won't say control it, but when you learn how to use it effectively and powerfully Mm -hmm. work for you, it becomes so much easier. So when you talk about, you know, turning business away at this point in my career, I won't work with a company that isn't open to 
working at the quantum level. Right. Because you can do it at the quantum level. It's more fun and it's easier. The results come faster. Right. Or you can slug it out mm -hmm. and you know, do the business, the one-off business mm -hmm. stuff that's going to cost you a lot more money, mm -hmm. take a lot more time, and get some results, but it's not going to be any fun. Right. You know, and... I, we are, we've heard the saying, you know, if, if you love what you do, it's not work. Well, pfft, you know, there's still parts of it. You know, I don't like invoicing, you know, all these various things, you know, so it's, it's not love all the time, but it's, it's, again, it's how you approach it. So, you know, maybe I don't like invoicing. Well, you know, turn it into a game or, you know, whatever it is. Hire someone to do it. Right. Outsource it. Hello. You know, and, and, um, you know, and, and we've talked about that a lot on the program is, finding, you know, we need to be focusing on what we do best. So, you know, I have a producer for this program. I can do what she does. I mean, you know, I had to show her what to do and I used to do what she does, but that's not a good use of my time. And she's really good at it. So, you know, I, I turn it over to her. She does it. I know it's done. Um, you know, we don't try and do our own taxes. We don't try and, and usually be our own attorneys. You know, all these various, well, you know, I love the people. Well, I can read about it on, you know, on Google. Um, but, you know, there are times where we definitely need to outsource. Um, you had a, a, a you know, I always ask uh, my guests to submit a form so that I have the information. And there was a glitch in this. I have no idea why there's a glitch in the system. It happens like one in every 20 times. Now, I could spend hours hurting my little brain trying to figure out why. No, I sent an email to a WordPress expert and I said, what the heck? You know, and, and so when we accept that we need help, and again, that's probably one of the hard things, especially... As that small business owner, we think, oh my gosh, I have to do everything. You know, I, and I have to be an expert. No, we're, none of us are experts in everything. Um, you know, we don't expect that our, our tax attorney would know how to do, say, divorce law um, you know, or, or you know, be a brain surgeon. So we need to do what we're best at and let everybody else help us with everything else. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I just I just uh, sent off all my tech stuff, and I said to myself, I am so thankful I don't have to deal with any of this. Yep. Oh, I know. You know, and, and especially with all the new tax laws, I'm like, no, I, uh-uh. You know, and, and I haven't done, we haven't done our own taxes in, in years, and I wouldn't even attempt it. I mean, it's, it is too complicated, and, um, you know, we just don't want to do that. But you know, we joke about the fact that, you know, you wouldn't, if you needed, say, brain surgery, you wouldn't look for a video on YouTube and try it doing yourself. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't even try to change my own oil. Now, you know, might I look for a YouTube video to try something fairly small? Sure, maybe. But, you know, again, we're looking for an expert. I mean, that's the thing. You know, we are looking out for somebody else to, to help us. And, and we're not saying, I'm stupid. I can't do it. You know, all those various things. We're saying... It's not my expertise, my area of expertise, and I'm going to feel better knowing somebody else is going to do it because they're going to do it right. 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 Absolutely. And so when you're, you know, the CEO or the, the owner of a company, having your team be superstars, I mean, as mm -hmm. I said earlier, right. I don't believe in hiring mm -hmm. players because they drive your superstars away. Mm -hmm. So when you have those superstars, and you've empowered them to bring their expertise joyfully mm -hmm. to your business, to your clients, to the other team members. That all trickles up to you. Mm -hmm. I don't know if things can trickle up, but that—that's what yeah, happens. Uh, yeah, uh -huh. and and you become empowered to have a great life. Mm -hmm. In addition, you know, so there's I meet so many people. I don't know if you've seen all of the articles in the last couple of years about CEOs who are, you know, having nervous breakdowns, mm -hmm. they're stressed out, they're self-medicating with mm -hmm. food, alcohol, cocaine. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's a real issue. Right. And when we can have our company working efficiently and joyfully, that translates into our mm -hmm. own lives too. And right. I believe that, we're here for a great life. Mm -hmm. We're not here to work. Right. Mm -hmm. 16 hours a day. Mm -hmm. You know, and there are people who that is their joy is to work that 16 hours a day. I mean, you know, that's, that's just what they really enjoy doing. Okay, more power to them. 
I don't want to be that person. (laughs) And so, you know, it's, and, but again, it comes back to, I think, you know, as you were saying, you know, CEOs have nervous breakdowns and things. Part of what we have, you know, that we've got the culture of, they are in the ivory tower. Um, You know, we think of them differently. And, you know, I've talked before about uh, a company I used to work for, big behemoth company, one of the largest in the world, and and I work for a a smaller division of it. We were 17-story building. Sea level was on 17, and everybody else was, was much further down. And when you got called to the 17th floor, you know, it was like, oh, my heavens. Um, you know, and, and it was never really a bad thing because HR wasn't up there. So you knew you weren't losing your job. But, um, you know, it was, it, it, we put the CEOs on that pedestal and, and we expect them to be perfect. I think that's the other thing. We expect that they're not going to have problems, that they're not going to make mistakes and so then if something happens, we're like, well, wait a minute. No, no, you're the CEO or you're the mom, you're the dad, you're the minister, you know, you're the, the celebrity. I mean, look at how many times we've put a sports figure or a celebrity up on that pedestal and heavens, they turn out to be human. <laughs> and, and so it's, it's part about managing our expectations of them also. Um, you know, and, and, but it, it, it is about having that joy. Um, I, and I love that, that, you know, that, that, that is what you really work with people on. And, you know, it's, it's not, you know, I mentioned it before, it's not the kumbaya, you know, yes, it is, you know, it's not a hardcore marketing or business skill, but if we don't have it, nothing else matters. Well, and so that's one of the reasons why I have what I call the power of three. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because you do still have to do marketing and sales and, right. mm-hmm. and all of that. So yeah, you have to create the product. I mean, you know. <laughs> so, so what I do is, is my power of three does work at the core level to clean that up. So then we, you know, we go after the rest of the business. We do the marketing. We grow your, your leads. You know, most of my clients, they're growing their leads a minimum of 4X. Right. Their sales forex, their mm-hmm. revenue forex, they're they're doing it. So we do all of that mm-hmm. as a part of the power of three. We, tr- you know, we train the leaders on being good leaders. Mm-hmm. Train, you know, the employees on having a how to have a great culture that they create, that they right. live with, mm-hmm. and then then we, you know, go out to the world. Mm-hmm. So it's not just you know, as you said, the the kumbaya cleaning. Uh-huh. It's the full package. Mm -hmm. And the reason I do this like this is because how many one-offs have you bought? Oh, we're going to increase your sales. Mm -hmm. We're not going to deal with anything else. No, we're just going to fix this tiny little piece. Mm -hmm. We're going to sell you an app or we're going to sell you, you know, a a two-hour training for your salespeople or whatever. Those don't work. Right. It's Mm -hmm. when you address it holistically Mm -hmm. as a full package. That's when the company sees those results like a hundred percent, a hundred discovery. Um, they implemented this ten percent mm-hmm. growth in ten months. Right. Other companies three thousand percent growth that, because it's all one package. Mm-hmm. Right. And and I think that's what people really need to remember is you can have say the the best website in the world, but if for example your customer service is not good. It doesn't matter that you have even the best product in the world. I mean, look at companies where we look at them and say, how did they fail? Or why aren't they doing better? Right. Well, it's, it's because, at the, it's like you said, something in that core isn't working right. 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 Absolutely. Well, good Gosh, Deborah, this has been fascinating. We've only got about five minutes left. So I want, I really want people to know how they find you and how they connect with you online. Okay. So the first thing I'd like to do is give everyone a gift. Yay. We like presents. Okay. <laughs> so for anyone who would like to start experimenting with piercing the quantum veil for themselves, mm-hmm. getting out there and working at the quantum level, mm-hmm. go to seven, the number seven mm-hmm. blueprint dot com. Perfect. And you can download, it's a guided process that I created okay. for my VIP clients. Mm-hmm. It's yours for free. Perfect. And it also, actually, there's a, there's a seven-step blueprint mm-hmm. that all of my clients use to get those huge results. Mm-hmm. So if you go to sevenblueprint.com, 
Um, anyone who would like to talk about how to shift their business, you're mm -hmm. welcome to reach out to me. Great. My, my number is six. These are typically for bigger companies. Mm -hmm. um, 650-204-9595. Great. And then you can also reach me at Deborah mm -hmm. at DebraBringleson.com. And the spelling is a little unique. It's D-E-B-E-R-A-H mm -hmm. at Deborah, B as in boy, R-I-N-G-E-L-S-O-N.com. Perfect. And I love it. Happy to help. You know, and for those, you know, because you mentioned you typically work with larger companies, you've got a great blog, you know, great information for somebody who might be the smaller business owner, the entrepreneur, things like that. And again, this is something that whether it's, you know, you working in your spare bedroom or you've got 10, 20,000 employees, we have to be doing this. Mm -hmm. um, and, and in many ways, I think it might be more important, but it, I don't want to say it that way. It's as important for this, the very small business owner, the, the solopreneur, to have this too, because it's, it's very easy when we're in our little spare bedroom and we're so isolated. It's very easy to get down on ourselves. And so that's where this is so important. Maybe it is that we just spend that two minutes, that five minutes, whatever, thinking about joy. And, and then how can we bring that to working with our customers and our clients? Yeah. And, you know, um, I have a Facebook uh, page, Deborah Bringelson, um, Quantum Business and the Power of Three. Mm-hmm. Go there, sign up for that page. I'm always giving away free tips. I do videos, I do Facebook Lives, you know, free trainings on leadership, sales, marketing, quantum business, the whole the whole nine yards. I do a lot of free trainings, give away a lot of information. I love it. You know, and, and it is about giving back. Um, you know, when we give we receive, you know, whether that's biblical or whether that's just, you know, your, your great business philosophy, we do. You know, if we're, if we're giving, we will get back, um, you know, and, and, and you know, it's, it's funny. I, I love Bob Berg, and, and I asked him one time, I said, but if we're always giving, you know, what, he said, okay, you're not always giving. And, and part of it, you have to be receptive to giving, to getting. I mean, that's, you know, how many times have we said, no, 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 you, we don't. Um, but it's also, you know, it's not about giving it all away. <laughs> and so, you know, it's, but it's, it's an interesting concept. Um, but again, it's about bringing that joy into our lives, making sure that we, we recognize that it's there. And sometimes it is hard. You know, there are days where for anybody we think, ugh. I just can't do this. I can't do this anymore. Whether it's, you know, I can't work on that project or I can't be a business owner or a CEO or, you know, a, a parent, a, a spouse, all those things. But it's working through that. And, and sometimes, you know, let's be honest, you have to get rid of employees. You have to, you know, maybe it is that you get rid of that partner that isn't working out. You probably can't get rid of your kids too much. But, um, yeah, sometimes it is about getting rid of things. Well, and I always say, before you can plant the garden, mm -hmm. you have to clear the weeds. Right, right. And that's part of what we're doing at that core mm -hmm. level is pulling all those weeds. Well, so and it's a benefit to them also. Because if you're not happy with them, they're probably not happy either. You know, whether it is, again, that employee, that volunteer, you know, that, that whoever. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Great. Well, Deborah, what final words would you like to leave with our, our listeners and, and the people who are watching this? You know, I think... We've all been raised in a culture of we've got to work hard, nose to the grindstone, all mm -hmm. of that. And the number one thing that I want to say to people is you deserve a massively successful business mm -hmm. and you deserve a great, joyful life. And if you're limiting yourself in any way, financially, joyfully, whatever, you're not having that great life. So really, whether we ever connect to, together or mm -hmm. not, do download that process, that guided process at sevenblueprint.com and start really getting out into the quantum field. That's where you're going to see massive shifts, both in your business and in your life. 
I love it. Well, with that, we're going to end. And, and so I am going to make sure that people know they need to go to the number seven, blueprint.com to get Deborah's information. You can find every way you know to connect with her on her various sites. I am Deb Creer. I've been having a delightful time talking with Deborah Bringelson. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us next time for more real-life stories and techniques to power up your business. You've been listening to C-Suite Radio. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.